0: Well, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another season Ticket Holder Fan Forum. I'm Jim Roy. And today you can ask questions directly to Warriors head coach Mark Jackson. At any time during the call, press star three on your dial pad to ask a question. Again, press star three on your dial pad to ask a question. A couple of uh, housekeeping issues first. Don't forget, as a result of last night's A's playoff victory, there will be two events taking place at Oracle and Elko Coliseum tonight for Warriors preseason contest gets high, but we will tip off the arena at 7:30. A's Tigers at the Coliseum begins at 6:37. So you know there's going to be some traffic there. Make your plans accordingly. Doors open at Oracle at six o'clock. And of course, if you can, try to use Bart because that's a good way for you to get in and out of that area without the traffic. And as you know, the Warriors are in the midst of making preparations to build a brand new arena on the waterfront in San Francisco. We will make sure that you, our season ticket holders, are part of that process. On uh, October 16th, a professional community meeting will be held in San Francisco where the design plans for the new arena will be unveiled for the first time and you're invited to take a look. Now if you're interested in attending the meeting, just press one on your dial hat now. Again, press one if you're interested to go. Up to Again, if you're interested in attending a community meeting regarding the Warriors San Francisco Arena Development Project on October 16th, just press one and we will follow up with more information on that. Coach, Uh, obviously they're 2-0 in preseason. Uh, Let's go back to the Utah game for just a second and and, and give me your thoughts on that game and and what did you see there? Well, first of all, thank everybody for calling in. Um, One thing I saw in the Utah game is a very talented basketball team, meaning the Utah Jazz, coming off a successful year last year, um, well-loaded, deep basketball team with four legitimate big men. Uh, who can who can really test your big guys. And I thought it was a great night for us. And at the end of the day, going down the stretch, we had a chance to win it. Went back with Craig Thompson and David Lee because I think it's important for this basketball team to develop uh, a habit of winning and expecting to win. And it would have been disappointing coming out of a game that we had well in hand uh, with the loss. All right, let's get uh, some questions for you because I like that kind of the Coach. Let's go to uh, Larry in the city, and uh, Larry, welcome to the Season Ticket Holder Fan Forum. Hi, thanks uh, for taking the the question, Mark. Um, I was wondering about how the big men, I'm talking about Bogut, Azili and uh, Biedrens, how the coaching is being handled, because a lot of teams have a big man coach, but in the past, at least last year, you had a, I guess, a coaching by committee but, you know, now that you've got a young guy who's got potential and you have a, a veteran who needs something, um, and obviously health is, bogus oh, greatest need, uh, how is that being handled this year? I appreciate the question, Larry. Uh, what I will tell you is, in fairness to my staff, I hired uh, guys that was more than capable of, of coaching uh, point guards, two guards, small forwards, power yeah. forwards, and big men. Um, So I I would say we do coach by committee, but we do have legitimate coaches that's more than capable of of handling those responsibilities. That being said, uh, Jerry DiGiorio is is a big man coach who coached as a head coach at the University of Rhode Island, and he also spent time with the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, So he hands-on day-to-day coach, does the job of coaching our big men, but I feel extremely comfortable and confident with every one of my coaches on this staff taking time out and coaching big guys. There's a reason why I and Ziri from the day we drafted him to the summary. to so today, is a much better basketball player. He's hands-on, and I give a lot of credit to my staff. All right, thanks, Larry. Let's uh, move on and go to Hercules, and this will be Julio uh, for the head coach, Mark Jackson. Julio, thanks for joining us today. How are you? Leo, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. Your question for the coach? Uh, my question for the coach is, uh, if uh, Andrew Bogut um, is healthy, how, how do we see that him being uh, successful and helping the Warriors out this year? Is he durable enough to make a difference? So thanks for the call, Rio. I will say that Andrew Bogut, uh, if he's healthy, it won't be an issue. He will certainly help his basketball team. His body of work speaks volumes. Uh, his presence in the paint can be a low post threat, is scoring, or also making plays for other guys. Uh, he's going to make us better. And uh, you look at his history. I don't think it's a question of being durable. He's had pre-injuries, and he's a guy that's working extremely hard to put himself in position to uh, uh, make an impact right away. So we're excited about uh, having him for the long haul. And knows uh, the deal, Julio. Uh, he's it said from day one that he wants to be ready and fit on Halloween night, which is a season opener, regular season, and that's why he's going at this kind of pace. Phil in the city wants we'll to follow up on the, that topic, and so we're going to welcome him now. Again, press star three on out iPad to ask a question. And, Phil, how are you today? I'm good. I'm gr- I'm great, actually. I just went to the A's game last night, and I'm feeling really good about sports in the Bay Area. Well, good. What's the question for the coach? Well, my question is this: uh, regarding, you know, obviously the, you know, the injuries and with uh, recurring injuries, I guess historically that have happened with Bogut and Curry. Does it, uh, you know, like, like for example, you know, something that like the Nash- like the, the Washington Nationals with Strasbourg, you know, like taking an approach similar to that in terms of, do they feel that it's that it's a situation that would warrant? Than having to really put a, a finite sort of limit on the amount of games or, or minutes that, that, that each of them are going to play this season. Are you going to take? Does it feel like it's necessary for you to take an approach like that? Well, it's just talking to you, uh, and, and I will tell you, uh, great question. Uh, when you look at you know Strasburg, uh, with all due respect to Davey Johnson and the job he's done with the Nationals. Um, that's not going to be the way that I handle things here. Um, the reason why is because it's not like I have a young guy that I'm trying to protect for the future. When you talk about Steph Curry and Gogan, and, and again, free accidents. Those guys work extremely hard. They put the time in and rehabbing and putting themselves in position. We're listening to the doctors. We're listening to the trainers. We're listening to the strength and conditioning coach. And then we're going to put them in position to prosper on the basketball court. Uh, we as a team have too much riding on the fact that I'm going to sit them down when they're more than capable of playing. Uh, those guys work hard, and we're excited to having them on the basketball court. That being said, I'm not going to put them out there 40 minutes in a preseason game when it doesn't matter. I want them to continue to progress physically, and you have to keep in mind that these guys haven't played in quite a long time on the basketball court, live competition. So I want to allow them to progress into the it's a good question, it's not without precedent, if you remember, go back a few years, the Houston uh, Rockets, that Yao Ming uh, on a 24-minute uh, limit at, at one point when he was coming back from injury. Let's go to Nevada, and joining us is Arash, who has a question for the head coach, he Again, star and three in pad to ask a question. I'm Tim Royle. i with head coach Mark Jackson. Arash, how are you today? Good, thank you. How are you doing, Coach? I'm doing great. Everything's well? Excellent. Yeah, well, I was a huge fan of you when you were a player, so I'm very excited and got to meet you yesterday or last year. So, looking forward to a good season. But my question is, Coach, it seems like everybody participated in your off-season program, except for Andre uh, Features and with the last few being disappointed men on the season. How can you get him motivated, especially when he's got a big contract? So, how can you get him motivated this year to kind of, you know, tough the team out? A very good question. Uh, I'll say this: I played for Pat Rowley. and you know, in the first meeting, Pat Riley, upon coming from the Lakers to the Knicks, he simply said to the team in the group meeting, "You're either in or you're And he quickly identified those that bought into what he was trying to preach to the vision and to, to, to what they were chasing after, and those that had their own agenda. That being said, not just but anybody else that have their own agenda will be exposed, and we won't we won't utilize them uh, with visions. With, with, with I'm not a guy that's going to hold it against him that he was the only guy that wasn't here. Am I disappointed? Absolutely, absolutely was disappointed that he was not here in the off season. Uh, with that being said, he was in you know Santa Barbara and he was working with Al Jefferson and some other big guys. Uh, so I will give him a legitimate chance to be in the rotation, uh, but you have to give credit to Trepaziri and the way he's played. Right now, he is our starting center. When Andrew Bogie comes and he's healthy, then Trepaziri will be our backup center. Uh, what I will ask of Beatriz is to continue to work and to be ready when called upon. When you're in, it doesn't mean I'm in only when I'm in the mix. Being here means I'm ready and prepared for whatever role you need me to fulfill, Coach. Coach, how do you go and get uh, a player who's lost his confidence? How do you go and help that player get his confidence back? you got to let him know you're still the him. There's different ways to do it. From what I understand in the past, Hall of Fame coach Don Nelson was extremely hard on him at times. That style didn't work. Uh, maybe beat him up mentally and emotionally. My style is totally different. And obviously, that style has not motivated him to the point where he, he, he's getting back to when he played great. Uh, at some point, you've got to look at yourself as a player and say, does this mean as much to me as it should? And am I going to chase down getting back what's rightfully mine? And that question has got to be asked not just by visions, but across the board. That's a live chat for you. to ask a question. Good discussion so far. Let's to Mill Valley, John B. He's on the line, and he has a question for head coach Mark Jackson. Uh, John, how are you doing? Fine, thanks. Hi, Coach. How you doing? Good, thanks. I uh, wondered, uh, with all the depth we have this year, you're going to be only able to put 12 guys on the bench and have three guys, I guess, in street clothes. We have the D-League uh, entry now locally. How much shuttling around can you do among uh, those different places to, put, to get players when you need them and so on. Are there constraints you have? So just to correct you real quick, you could have 13 guys actually and, and use uh, uh, those guys in, in the ballgame. Uh, oh. uh, the way we I will give credit to Joe Laker, Dieruba, and our uh, ownership group by taking advantage of the rules and owning uh, a, a D-league basketball team that's ours and almost like a farming system. So we have a young guy that's not playing, we can always send him down there like we did last year, utilizing the rules, whether it be Chris Wright, uh, Jeremy Tyler went down for a little bit, Um, uh, Charles Jenkins was scheduled to go down, and those guys went down, got work, uh, got better, and came back and and didn't uh, miss a beat. Uh, We will try to utilize our D-League team in a similar fashion. I think it's an ideal situation for us because we're so close. No longer will they be flying to Dakota to try to play and and, then come back here. They can actually get there, play, and be back with us. So it's an advantage for us, and our owners should be applauded for it. Theoretically, you could have Jeremy Cowley at a practice, in the morning, and they can go down and get a nice run that night, and you can have them back for work the next day. It's a tailor based situation, and, and it, it really it really is a great job by our ownership group having the vision to put that together. And I'd like to tell everybody on the line, that there are some possible rule changes in the D-League as far as being able to protect a couple of extra players on the D-League roster, so uh, stay tuned for that. We'll, we'll let you know if that's official. So to Carl in San Leandro is next up Glad you're with us today, Carl. Again, for those who want to ask the question, star three in your dial pad, and we'll get to you as soon as we can. Hi, Carl. Hey, how you guys doing? <laughs> Great, thank you. All right, Mark, glad, glad, glad you're here. I'm going to go on, on, on the record saying that you're going to be here a, a long while. you got the team going in the right direction, man. I'm, I'm excited about it, and I'm sure the fans are. My question is, uh, being a former guard, I think we have like five guards. On the roster, what do you look for in a guide, um to be able to help this team and 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 to move us forward? Well, I want to say thank you, Carl, because I actually got you on tape, and now I know I can be here for a while and relax a little bit. I really appreciate it. <laughs> 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 thank you, <laughs> well, well, Carl. Thank you. as far as that's concerned is, and you touched on the fact that you was a former guard, so you understand. Uh, oh yeah. My point guard will be Steph Curry. Clay Thompson, who has developed very nicely since the day we drafted him, will be my starting two guard. Uh, I will not give anybody a license to go through the motions and relax. One thing that our ownership group and our front office group, led by Bob Myers, has done in the offseason, is put us in a position where we have tremendous depth at every position off the bench. So, you know, having a Jared Jack who can play the one and the two, who has toughness, who's a great leader, who's not afraid of the moment having a Brandon Rush who can either start or come off the bench at the three, also slide over and play the shooting guard position, Uh, and and, and you not miss a beat. It is important for us, night in and night out, to put together a plan where 48 minutes uh, our opposition understands they have their hands full. I expect my guards to lead, to compete, and to set the tone defensively. Look, how much more of an advantage is it for you? To have that depth or to work with that depth, as we know, it's a league of backups, that you have now a whole bunch of different combinations that you can run out there to help guard the other team. It's very important uh, because there was a time, quite honestly, uh, last year um, that whether it be David Lee or even the guard position, those guys knew that they were they were forced to play 40 plus minutes. Uh, I was forced to play, you know, Clay Thompson, you know, big minutes. It was even if he looked over, he was fatigued. He had to get his rep in between the yeah, action. He just looked away when he looked there. I just ignored him. you know like, like my coaches did me but for different reasons <laughs> uh, but But it's important for those guys to understand give me what you have, and I will find you time to rest because we have legitimate guys behind you. It's, it's a great situation for everybody in it, and it makes you a better basketball coach too.